Hello there, welcome back to Storytelling Secrets. Super happy to have you here with me. Man, I'm, why am I so happy? Because, man, this, this, this episode is part two of me deconstructing how $2 million was sold through uh, the written word of a story, none other by Mr. Pete Godfrey, the Wizard of Words, who I had on the podcast last Friday. And this is part, part two of how this story genius was able to be, be able to there's a really good lesson in this here, in this episode today, which I can't I can't wait for you to get into it. Won't say exactly when it is, but there's a there's a really good lesson when it comes to FOMO in your stories. And there is this one line where FOMO, fear of missing out, for those who aren't aware of that is so FOMO has been painted so badly, so well, I should actually say, that the person reading this is like. I don't need a product. I just want to be able to have those moments. <laughs> if we, when you have that moment inside of your story, it's like it's not about the freaking product. It's about the feeling that they get afterwards. If you can illustrate that so, so well, then you have a winning, winning story. Now, I will need to say this before you dive straight into the episode and you love, you're like, Jules, I love all your stuff. I'm like, oh, thanks, mate. But, but, but really is that in order to conceptualize this, I highly encourage you to listen to it and then you, you watch the video. The watch the video of the annotations. You can see the words, you can see the writing and that way it all sort of do full circle for you one way or another. And not everyone wants to join the Facebook group for one way or another. Don't like Zucks or don't want to join another Facebook group. I get it. So what I'm going to do is um, I'm just going to leave a link in that description. You can go claim it. Um, I'll throw in the video for you. And um, that way will make a lot more sense. But otherwise, I hope you enjoyed this conversation with myself, the mind of Jules, and the great story ahead. See you inside. A chance story on a current affairs program started my journey. And then it hit me. Call, call it destiny, maybe even karma, whatever it was. It didn't matter. All I knew was this was it. Sitting down one night watching TV up popped the opportunity I'd been waiting for. The show was all about lost superannuation funds and how this mob was getting paid to track down super for people willing to share the bounty. Now, for American listeners, superannuation is our version of 401k. These guys found the money, returned it to the rightful owner and took the cut of the money found. Just brilliant. And the best part is that everybody is happy. The client received the money she wasn't aware of and the business was happy because they were making money. Just brilliant. Everyone wins. But it seemed to me that relying just one income superannuation made this a risky business. Okay. So this is the part of her story where she has her epiphany moment. Okay. She was having her first, she was having all these problems. She didn't want to go back to work. And then she saw this idea on the news and she realized, hey, hey, this could definitely be it. Now, I've actually just skipped the next page um, because I didn't want to be here all day. And the next next page had spit. But it seemed to me that relying on just one income, superannuation, made this a risky business. I didn't, I, I don't know where it next page came from, but I had this feeling, this total conviction that I could do even better. I took this opportunity even further. I soon discovered this opportunity was even bigger than I imagined. Not only is there a lot of superannuation unclaimed, there's a whole heap of unclaimed monies just waiting to be found. 
Money is just sitting there waiting to be claimed. And if it isn't claimed, guess what happens? Yep, it gets handed straight over to the government, which is the enemy in this scenario. Goddamn government stealing our money, you know, making them blood boil again. Ah, angry. I had to put a stop to this and I had to find out exactly what kind of monies were out there, where it was hidden. And I had to find out who this money belonged to. And what I discovered completely amazed me. It's like going on a treasure hunt, but instead you have, instead of just having one map, you've got dozens. And I really love this sub headline. So it, it, it puts in so much curiosity. It paints the picture for it's a concept. So just like what Joe Sugarman was talking about, whatever, you're not really selling a product, you're selling a concept. And the, she's paint, what Pete has really done here, he's painted the concept of this business as a treasure map and everyone can know, see, visualize what a treasure map is. And um, I, I could be wrong, but often in um, a story of copywriting, there's a big idea. And um, this is just what I'm saying is that her business is like a treasure map, except you're getting dozens of them. People can relate to it. They can see it and they can get excited about it. That's the really good thing about it. There's money everywhere. If you know where to look, for example, did you know that since 1972, Tats Lotto has paid about $45 million of unclaimed money to the Victorian state government. Now for my American listeners, again, Tats Lotto is uh, that's the uh, lottery company. There is an uh, organization that holds money from share dividends, unrecovered rent and bonds, unrecovered wages and Tattersold's prizes. And that's even better for us. This office handed over about $25 million. Okay. And then she just goes into a whole bunch of um, facts and figures. But the reason why I'm just skipping over this, and I just wanted to highlight this, that she's wrapped facts and figures around the story. So she did not lead with, hey, did you know that since 1972, Tats Lotto has paid $45 million? And then she goes into a pitch. No, 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 no. She's like definitely got their blood pumping, got them really curious. And then she's brought logic into this. She's brought logic into, hey, this is like a, a kind of a business where I saw opportunity and where you can too. After, after all the really emotional tugging and pulling and prodding at her. And uh, yeah, so that's why I'm going over to the next page. And this is the last page. I could go over more, but uh, the next piece is just sort of the offer. This is sort of like the end of the story, the story part. But um, here we go. It's, it's the freedom. I never work more than 20 hours a week. I have all children. By discovering this secret business, I got to share those precious moments with my son. Got to be there when he took his first steps. I was there when he said, mommy, or mommy for Americans for the first time I was there when he needed me. And I can't tell you just how good that feels. All right. I'm like getting out over this part because, Oh, there's just so many, so many good things for this. Okay. I got to share those precious moments with my son and she lists all those moments. What, what is she doing here? If you're not on my Facebook group and you can't read what's on my annotations, he's creating massive FOMO, so much FOMO for the reader that they want this opportunity. They want those moments so badly too, especially if they're, you know, like they've just gotten pregnant and they're like, holy crap, I can't miss those moments. Oh man, it is, uh, it is just perfect. So he, he's, what Peter's doing in the story with the person selling a the product, they're not selling the product. 
They're not. They're selling the feeling that it gives them. And it's those precious moments. And by creating that FOMO, it just makes that desire so, so much more inside of this story. So I'm going to the next bit now. And the reason I'm writing to you today is that I'm going to set up a limited number of sincerely dedicated people in a business, virtually identical to mine. Okay. So we've got some scarcity going through here. You get the systems, my personal coaching and every single document you need. You can cash in big with this opportunity. And I'll even let you pay a good chunk of your setup fees later, only after you've made a profit. So she's peppering the guarantee a little bit there. And I'll tell you, all my generous offer in a minute, but first, okay. <laughs> but first, right. she's like, so it's not closing the loop. Person's just like, oh, can you just get to the point? But first, and then she gets to a, uh, a really big objection. Like one of the final objections that someone might have, why would I offer to expose the secrets and set you up in a business for about one tenth of what it could, should cost if it were a franchise? Massive, massive logical objection. Like why on earth is she giving away this great opportunity when she could be making a shit ton more money? And then goes on to say, well, I don't blame you if you're feeling a bit skeptical. That's why I'm going to tell you the full story in a minute. What this business is, how it works, and how I'm going to show you every single detail you're going to need to be successful and why I need to and why I absolutely guarantee your satisfaction. First though, let me paint you, let me make this point. If I did not take, if I did take all the trouble and expense and legal hassle to turn my business into a franchise, it would sell for at least $50,000, maybe even $100,000. But I want to keep this easy and affordable. And second, let me tell you what this business is not. And this is where I'm going to finish off the podcast um, to wrap off the end of the story. And uh, you think about this last bit and then I'll, I'll give you the answer, but I'm going to pause for a bit and offer a say it. And I want you to, I'll explain it. And second, let me tell you what this business is not. Number one, it is not a multi-level marketing where you try and flog over pro flog overpriced products to your friends, family, workmates, and neighbors. It is not some internet get rich, get rich quick scheme. It is not another how-to course or pile of books and tapes that get you all revved up with nowhere to go or worse, gather dust on a shelf. Number four, it's not another mail order scam where you get to buy reprint rights to outdated American books that nobody wants. And lastly, it is not a regular business with big overheads and big headaches. What, what is going on in this? Okay. If, if you're just listening to this the first time in Storytelling Secrets, I, I, it's, uh, all right, I'm going to fill, fill you in. But if you're one of my regulars and you're listening to this, what is going on here? It is a principle of persuasion. People will do anything for those who encourage their dreams, justify their failures, allay their fears, confirm their suspicions, and help them throw rocks at their enemies. And what Pete has done here, what Pete has very cleverly done, he has painted enemies, he has painted fears, and he has painted suspicions all in this, the multi-level marketing, the internet get rich, internet get quick rich scheme, the mail order scam, okay? 
These and the regular business with big overheads, these are their enemies, okay? What are the fears? You're going to be feared that you're flogging overpriced products to your, to your friends and family. And what's a result? You, you know, you're going to become unpopular with your family. Um, you're going to have a fear of piles of books and tapes getting dusty and never used. You get, maybe there's a fear of, you know, getting sold dud material, reprint book rights and outdated books that nobody wants. That's a fear. And she is dispelling all the suspicions that someone might have. Is it this? I've been burnt before. Is it this? Is this what she is? And she's outright saying, this is not what you've had in the past. I've been there before and it is definitely not this. And then the rest of the sales page goes for another five pages or so and actually talks about the offer. Now, I could do that. I could be here for ages, um, but I think it's long enough. And I've gone through the story and I've broken it down as to you know why it's really persuasive and if you're thinking at all about how you might use a story, maybe you've never written a sales letter before, maybe you have written a sales letter, but it's not very story driven or it is story driven, but you just like, you need some touch up. Think about some of these points, right? It's going to be very, very powerful for you to upgrade your story. If you just, uh, you know, read, it's probably going to have to, if you're going to have to just read, to, listen to this again, go ahead. Otherwise, um, Man, I had some real good fun doing this. And if you had some, uh, you really enjoy this, oh man, you should just definitely join my Facebook group and say g'day. But if you don't, I'm going to leave my LinkedIn there as well um, because I know you guys do not, I know everyone's on Facebook and I publish little stories just like this that use those persuasion principles. But anyways, this is uh, Jules Dan here from Storytelling Secrets. Hope you enjoyed the live today. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. And... I will see you later. Thanks. Yes. All right. That is the end of that little story. And uh, just just from watching all the downloads, it seems that you guys were appreciating this story. And um, if it is something you, you want to see again, send me an email. I'll leave it in the link description. But uh, more importantly, if you want to see these annotations, you want to see how I actually went through it, this process, Maybe you want to level up your sales letter and you just need like a bit of inspiration. Go check that out in the description. I'll send it across to you. Um, all a bunch of goodies. And uh, yes, that is it for Storytelling Secrets. What's going to be on for the show? It's going to be a another origin story pulling out episode. <laughs> Me pulling out the origin story of someone. Um, that's something I'm really starting to enjoy because... It's what I do with my clients. It's, uh, it's helping me improve even more as well. And you guys get to learn along the way. So, wow, it's all rolled into one. Anyways, going to see you there on Thursday for the next podcast. Thanks a lot.